2: Hello and welcome to season 2 of the parenting tools podcast. Season 2. Welcome back. It's here.
3: My name's Jason and I'm Jordan. This is the podcast if you're new for season 2. The new podcast where two. me and Jason two normal dads, you could say, we're just a couple of tools. <laughs> talk <laughs> Still can't believe we call it that.
2: Let's talk about our lives as dads. Jase, happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> How are you? Do you know what? I am, uh, I'm going to be honest, I am feigning. Is that the right word? I'm feigning enthusiasm. Are you? Yeah, because I'm Solid shattered. start to the year. I am <laughs> shattered. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I am unenthused. <laughs> I'm excited to be back on the podcast, but I'm so tired. The last It's not even the last week. The last two days have been so difficult. Lack of sleep. Just... My two-year-old is honestly just so smart now. It's annoying. <laughs> for example, trying to get her to stay in bed uh, yesterday. Just lunchtime, just a lunchtime, little nap, and uh, we've resorted to last resort is right. We're gonna take away a toy for the rest of the day. Oh, and she got this little wooden camera for Christmas. So nice. She loves it. Like, and uh, I was like, right now, if you don't, if you don't stay in your bed. I have to take away your camera for the rest of the day. She's like, no, don't take away my camera. Don't take away my camera. Then she suddenly just stopped and then went, I'll have to use mummy's camera on her phone. Yep. And she was like, fine. Alternative. Take it. (laughs) Honestly, she's outsmarting me. I don't know what to do. (laughs) I love that it took you less than
3: one minute, 30 seconds to get into the first moan. (laughs) Straight in. I've been holding it in. (laughs) So that was the last two days. I want to pull you up on something, though. Oh! What happened three days ago? Oh, I actually can't remember. Because <laughs> I got a text off you saying she slept for 13 hours. Oh, my word. Come on, now.
2: Fantastic. See, that's how quickly things can change in parenting. <laughs> so- You're literally, on the top of the world, 13 hours of sleep. Oh. And the next minute, it's like it never happened. So she fell asleep on the way home from nannies. Five o'clock in the afternoon. Afternoon? Evening. On the cusp of Mid. the evening, straddling, <laughs> straddling the evening. And she, she wanted to go straight to bed she, because she hadn't slept at lunchtime. Mm. I refuse to think that she's dropping her lunchtime nap at the moment because I need it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are there. I'll come back to it. But, but we but are yeah, there. We, we had. Thir- she slept for 13 hours, which I think is the first unbroken night sleep I've had in months. Mm. and I felt like a new man.
3: You were texting me about this And now that's gone Yeah (laughs) (laughs) You were texting me about this the night after I had an awful night's sleep So I I felt so elated (laughs) I'm glad I'm glad the last two days have been awful for you I I take that back, that's an awful thing to (laughs) say
2: So John, how was was New Year?
3: Oh, Christmas, New Year, it's all It's busy, isn't it? But it's fun It's fun with kids yeah, it was it was good. It was busy. I said to I said to Liana on that I think it was the twenty third of December. Like, I'm looking forward to these next few days, but I'm also looking forward to them being finished because it's just busy, isn't it? It's hectic. But it was great. Christmas morning with the kids. Oh. on superb.
2: I I've loved. Uh, no can enjoy. My daughter can enjoy Christmas this year. Last year she just wanted the wrapping paper. <laughs> this year she's well into it. And yeah, it's so exciting like it, like they do say like they say it brings the magic back into christmas does. it does like it does g- genuinely so excited now for next year
3: yeah no so it was good and uh my little boy um he got his light years stuff that he asked for and he was he was unwrapping them he was going
2: just what i wanted <laughs> every time so yeah so it was cute.
3: uh it was good and then obviously you have your christmas church services and yeah. all that kind of stuff so yeah it was it was good what about you
2: well, it's a working day for you, isn't it? It is. Christmas is a working day, but it's it's like a lot stripped back. So take it easy. Um, usually I'm at church like a few hours before it starts. On Christmas Day, we rock it like half an hour before. Do you, um, do you pay yourself time and a half? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, this year it felt quite awkwardly because New Year's Day was on a Sunday as well. Yeah. And so it's, they do a New Year's Eve thing at church. And because it's a Sunday, it's like, oh, we should probably do a Sunday morning thing as well. Yeah. So... Uh, I opted to go to bed at 10.30 on New Year's Eve. We did the same. <laughs> come on. Not by choice. Again, I'll come <laughs> please, back to it. Oh please, in fact, let's just, please jump straight into it.
3: What happened on New Year's Eve? <laughs> so New Year's Eve, we we got ahead of ourselves. So the plan was we were going to go to our friend's house to have a party, and uh, the, the party started at like half eight, nine. We got there at five, and we put our kids, we we gave them tea, we bathed them. They've got a little girl as well, Um Gave them tea, bathed them, put them down, normal bedtime. They went to sleep. It was great. We thought we had nailed it. About 10 o'clock comes and someone came up to me and said, is that one of your children crying? And my kids were in the same bedroom. Um, So my little boy had woken up. The music had woken him up from the party. Um, And then he couldn't get out of the room. The door was a little bit sticky. Um, And in shouting, he woke up my little girl. So they were both awake. And... um, They didn't, they weren't, they weren't good. Like, not Mm. that they were bad, but like they just didn't, they just didn't join in the party. They were groggy. They were tired. They were quite clingy. So um, Mm. we just said, look, it's it's better to to go home. Like they're not having a nice time. Let's call it. And that was the first time that we've not been able to do New Year's Eve since becoming parents. Really? Yeah, Yeah. So the first one was, our little boy was like three months old and he was in that just sleep anywhere kind of phase um next two were in lockdown well the the next one was in lockdown we had covid the next one so this is the the first one since he's been like three months old Mm. um and it's it's different life's different with kids and your plans have got to be flexible and we were driving home it was about half 10 and uh, i was yawning i thought this isn't the worst thing you know (laughs) (laughs) but i had this just kind of little moment of life's very different now your plans are uh, changed your, your plans sometimes get cancelled and that's fine like yeah, it's yeah. okay I thought I would be we kept saying oh I really hope they sleep through and of course we wanted them to but it's fine like things change you've got to adapt you've sometimes just got to say yeah I want to stay out and yeah I want to see the new year in with my friends everybody was there that we knew Yeah, we were leaving an hour and a half early and it's fine I was alright with it so yeah at half ten it was
2: great <laughs> But it's, it's just what you got to do with kids, isn't it? Like, Yes. That, that's part of the reason why we didn't attempt to do anything, because her, her routine was already out of whack. It's like, if she doesn't sleep well, the next week is going to be terrible. Yeah. And so it's just like, make sure she's happy. I'll be honest, there's several New Year's we've not made it to previously, even before kids. Oh, it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't too much of an impact for us, but it's just that thing of it's, when your kids aren't happy, it's not worth pushing through, because... You're gonna be miserable for the rest, mm. the rest, of the week. Yeah, but I'm glad it's done.
3: <laughs> how? So, how? So you just went to bed normal, put her to bed at normal time.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. Amazing. We we had thought about doing some of the suggestions of putting like the Japanese New Year on. She wasn't bothered. She was so like hyped from Christmas. She yeah. was exhausted. We'd been traveling all week, um, and so we were literally home for like two days. And so she was just happy to be in her own bed. And so yeah, went down fine. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, New Year's. <laughs> and then just so tired from the week. Just had a nice, lovely sleep. It
3: feels like a long time ago already.
2: Honestly, it, feel, it feels like last year.
3: So much has changed between the last time we recorded, which was like pre-Christmas. It was a few weeks ago, though, wasn't it? To now. And again, that's like another yeah. reminder for me. Since we've been doing the pod and we've basically been documenting our lives every two weeks. Yeah. Because we missed <laughs> a week. As things have changed so much, and it's it's a reminder to me how quickly things just
2: completely turn on their head. Oh, like, for me, one of the biggest things that happened over Christmas is my little toddler almost, like, grow up, grew up. Mm. She's now, like, a little child. and that's what a toddler is, but she now feels like a, just a normal child. Like, she's talking normally, everything's normal. She's not, like, in that baby phase. It feels like over Christmas she's grown up, and it took, like, two weeks. Yeah. And it goes so quickly.
3: It does. It really does. So yeah, we had a good one. We had a good one. And um, I want to pick up on the Dummy Fairy.
2: Oh, the Dummy Fairy. How'd that go? What was the last... How did we last leave it? It wasn't going well. So, for context, if you've not heard, my daughter still had a dummy at two and a half. And we thought we'd tackle it by having a visit from the Dummy Fairy. Where you put the dummy in the box overnight and the dummy Dummy Fairy drops off a present. A good present, so they don't want to swap it back. Yep. She did not take kindly to it, <laughs> but for the first three or four days, then the rest of the, another three or four days there, it was a bit iffy that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Literally fine. And everything I read online, and there's a few comments on TikTok is literally, you go cold Turkey, it's really difficult at the start, but then literally after a week, it's just gone. Yeah. They've forgotten about it. She still talks, well, doesn't anymore, but she still talked about her dummy, Yeah, but not like she needed it. She said, oh, she would always say, oh, I dropped my dummy for the dummy fairy. Uh, yeah. Now she gets to play with her Peppa Pig house. Oh, nice. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, but now it's, it's gone. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. So, if you're trying to get rid of the dummies, it's difficult, but cold turkey does work.
3: Do you know what I think that is? I think that's the first top tool of the year. Top tool.
2: Oh, come smash Come on, on now. Come on. Start
3: as we mean, it's gone. Dripping in New Year, New Me. <laughs> do you want to do some opening questions?
2: Let's do some opening questions. First of the year?
3: First of the year so we had quite a few actually so if you've not, um, if you sent in a question and we don't read it, we will get round to it at some point Um, but we had our first one from Helen on Instagram and the question is, what have you never needed but were advised to buy when becoming parents? Good one That is a good one.
2: There's actually several things in our house that are still lingering from when we bought before (coughs) Noah was here but Unlike most people, we hadn't actually bought most of the stuff before Noah was here anyway. Because um, my daughter came quite a bit early, and so we hadn't bought everything, which actually works to our advantage. However, we also had a massive spreadsheet of all the stuff that we needed to buy. And we consulted with various parents that we knew, y- yourself being one. that Contributed to yeah. the spreadsheet. The bath insert <laughs> thing that you told us to buy. So good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Have you got any? that we didn't use um not particularly i don't think we i don't think we like um just bought the things because we heard they were good Mm. because we've got friends that are older and my sister had kids it was like you know we had people saying "Look, you don't need that you don't need that you don't need that i think one thing that we have kind of learned is that you can buy one product that does multiple things yeah so we had a baby monitor that had a it had the temperature of the room in it. So we didn't need to buy a separate a thermostat, thermostat, a <laughs> thermometer, <laughs> a thermometer. Oh, man.
2: oh, I can't even blame tiredness. That's just stupidness.
3: I found it today, you know. I found our thermometer that we bought um, in the bottom of the drawers, and i was thinking, why did we buy this? And so we were advised to buy a thermometer, and it's wise to know how hot their room is. Was it one of the egg ones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um but it turned out that our baby monitor had the temperature on it, so we just didn't need it. So there's things like that yeah. that you you do need that function or
2: do you need it? Well so we, we had the same and we did use the little egg thermometer at the beginning because it was different to what was on the um baby camera. Oh, But only by like a few degrees. And like we were super paranoid at the beginning. Uh, that the room temperature had to be the right temperature. Um but for some reason it's still on the shelf. We don't use it. We've not used it for about six months, <laughs> and it's still there.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of things that you you after a while, especially with your second. <laughs> like we didn't use a monitor really with our well, second. I
2: imagine you've you've learned. You know what you need. Well, that's second it. You world.
3: you learn and you know different. You know different sounds and different cries mean different things. And to be honest, the monitor broke, and <laughs> she was a very good sleeper from about eight months. So. I think by the time we thought, right, we need to get a monitor now, she was sleeping through, so we didn't need it. If she woke up, it would be in the night and she'd wake us up. Um, Other thing that I wouldn't invest money in is a fancy changing bag. Oh, yeah. You see a lot of fancy ones that do everything, all singing, all dancing. But this last week, we've just been using a backpack.
2: (laughs) Honestly, Uh, convenience.
3: Convenience. It's just going to get ditched. Like, there's going to be at some point the lid of your snack box isn't going to be on. There's just going to be crumbs everywhere. And your fancy bag is going to get ruined.
2: Literally, 20 quid from Amazon. That'll do you.
3: That'll do you. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to be annoyed when everything leaks.
2: We've got, we got given stuff that's far too early to use. So we got given a a grow clock. Yep. Just as she was born. You can have another one. (laughs) Still doesn't work like now she's almost at the stage where she can she can understand and use it yeah try to tell a six-month-old wait till it's green to wake up <laughs> three-year-old still uh, struggles i have we have made several middle of the night purchases i remember you telling yeah, me this we've yeah. done this quite a few times <laughs> and some of the stupidest ones is that you think <clears throat> one certain thing gets them to sleep a different way or it, it somehow they fall asleep on a a certain type of blanket so you buy loads of them yeah and they don't do it ever <laughs> again <laughs>
3: yeah um we talked we touched on this recently um formulas and the expensive formulas oh yeah try the cheaper ones first yeah. before you go spending the money and they get used to it
2: i wonder if there's many adults that have taste tested them oh they're
3: minging there's been a few times where like it kind of it'll spill on your finger a little bit so you just kind of lick yeah, it yeah. off Oh, it's not nice It is not nice at all. But yeah, that's a good one for listeners, actually. Let us know. um, What things did you buy that you just didn't need?
2: We've got another question from Catsby. And it says, I'm going to have to, my eyes are terrible. How to feel not guilty when returning to work? (sighs) It's a big one. It's a big
3: one. It's a big one. And I'm going to put out the call again to Mm. especially female listeners Mm. that take, you know, nine months or a year how how did you cope with that
2: yeah
3: I th- yeah I'd be really interested to hear how mums because it's a yeah. whole different ball game for mums
2: it, even even from the people that I know that I've done like shared parental leave as well there is definitely a, a difference in how the mum and how the dad respond mm. like I still feel guilty now like when I've when I got to go to work and even when she's at home with my wife I still feel guilty that I just have to go do what even if I'm working from home like, just shut the door, like, move into a different room. There's still, like, a bit of guilt there. It was more that I want to be with them sometimes. Sometimes I'm happy for the space. <laughs> Mate, preach. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely an element of guilt there, um, especially at the beginning when it's, like, tough. When you're adjusting into, like, life with a baby and one of you has to go to work, it's, like, a bit of a break, but also a bit of guilt.
3: Mm. I'm not sure how I won't say I had so much guilt because a lot of working from home time kind of offset that yeah um i would say one thing that personally my approach is is and this is going to sound super obvious just make the most of the time at home Mm. so when i get in from work yeah you're tired yeah you just want to put your feet up but i love doing bath time because if i didn't do that time Mm. i wouldn't spend time with them i wouldn't see them on the days that i do go to the office so yeah making the most of the time at home is um is a good one for me and then we go right back to one of the earlier episodes where you get the like witching hour yeah i can't remember how it was worded but
2: when you only get the worst of them yeah yeah
3: yeah i think it's it's very intentional for me to make sure i don't give them the worst of me um but just try and ride it out because it's all phases like we've discussed it's all going to change in three days
2: yeah (laughs) yeah and i think that's that's the biggest thing and like in a year's time it's going to be a completely different setup. So yeah. just try and enjoy it as best you can and it's so hard when you're tired and you just need like a little mental checkout but if you've only got like an hour or so with them there's always that thing of you never get it back but you never get any time back but it's it's just trying to and I try to remind myself all the time like try to just leave my phone in a different room because if it's there any moment that I just have a little mental checkout I'll be on my phone and it will last longer than I intended Yeah. Um but yeah that's quite a difficult one I, I'd like to hear Especially like the female perspective on that.
3: Yeah, mums, let us know if you if you did ha- have that kind of guilt feeling. How? What did you do to overcome it? Please do let us know. So, Jason, season two. Season two. Season two, and we've we've changed. We're not changing things. Are we adding things? What? How would you describe it? Tweaking. Tweaking. We're tweaking some tweaking things. Tweaking some things. <laughs> so our guest episodes are going to look a little bit different. So we are quite mindful on this podcast not to give advice yeah, but to just share experience Yeah, we try not to say do this and it will work we try to say this is what worked for us Um, with that in mind we would actually like to provide you the listeners (laughs) with some (laughs) actionable advice so we're going to start to invite some experts in their field on starting this month so at the end of the month on our episode on the 27th of January we have a sleep coach sleep consultant Daisy Ferns Who will be joining us to talk all things getting better sleep with your baby? And
2: please, like, please send us the questions that you want to ask because we'll be that for you, even if it's just to play dumb or even just to challenge Mm. some of the stuff that we've read or heard. Any sort of, I'm at the stage where I would take any advice. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want us to ask any questions, just let us know. Yeah. Doesn't matter how awkward they are, Jordan will ask them. And the other
3: thing we'd like to know is what topics do you want us to cover? Mm. Who do you want to hear from? What kind of area? So we've got sleep as the first one because <laughs> that was the that <laughs> so de- predominant. <laughs> that was a decision I made at like half five. I thought the expert that I want on is the sleep coach. Um, yeah. So what, what do you want to hear? Is it nutrition? Is it going back to work? Things like that. Let us know and we can reach out to some people and get them on the podcast.
2: I thought it would be good for the new year. So have a. Uh, I mean you're you're quite witty You're quick off the mark well, You've got a, a bank of dad jokes in I, your brain I appreciate that I can only hold one at a time <laughs> What is the one you've got? <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about bringing just my dad joke of the week Love it, more for it Set up so you know it's coming as well Because I've I got to set it up that way <laughs> Start the classic Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't I know Why did the chicken indeed cross the road?
0: Because. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out out to, uh, <laughs> I'm all for Joke of the Week.
2: <laughs> you weren't won over until that. No, that's so good. <laughs> You've set the bar high. So I, I heard that joke from a friend who his wife had sent it to him, but they work in an open office and wow. they sent it on a voice note. Amazing. <laughs> so they had to recount the joke in an open office. Brilliant. That's so good. <laughs> That's tickle me
0: <laughs> that.
3: oh man so i mentioned that um my daughter is a fairly good sleeper from about eight months mm. she's been sleeping very well and when i say very well i mean oh, half six unbelievably till half six yeah she's is very rare she is up past half six um which shortens our days a little bit when you're out and about but i'll take it i would prefer that um and we had one of uh, leanne's friends one of her long. School friends stay over, and uh, we were quite confident that we'd get good sleep. Mm. You know, we'll just get Mila down. deal with Luca later on. Mila didn't sleep well this particular day. She was up from midnight until two a.m. with a friend in the house without kids. Oh, <laughs> and that's for, that for us. Was like oh, it's gonna put her off having kids, and she's not gonna want to come and visit again and all that kind of stuff. Um. So it was a bit awkward, probably more like self-inflicted. Mm. I'm sure. Well, in the morning, a friend was like, oh, "I didn't even hear her." I'm sure a parent would have heard because you're you're attuned to it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. She's like, "No, I didn't. I didn't hear her." But it was just an awful night of sleep. Um, and because we had friends staying over, I was in Luca's bed with him. He then woke up at I think it was twenty past six. Nice. In bed with a three-year-old. What? what go like do they run a marathon in the night they just don't stop moving <laughs> i don't understand and he's got this thing in the office after christmas it was like can i have a toy in bed with me it's like yeah pick one toy and he picks the biggest All thing so there's me this massive spaceship him <laughs> <laughs> my wife on the other side um 2am we were up 6:20 we were up then so about 4 hours sleep the next day I was ruined. I was absolutely ruined. Got a text off you saying, "Noah slept through for thirteen hours," <laughs> <laughs> which was not well received. I've got to be honest.
2: <laughs> to be honest, when you told me that the uh, the lack of sleep that you had, I thought, "Get in, <laughs> have a little taste." <laughs> yeah, have a little taste. <laughs> but I uh, I said to
3: said to my wife, I said, "No one." Like I felt terrible that next day. Yeah. like try to work not being able to focus not being able to concentrate your mind all over the place mid-afternoon was terrible mm. i just want, just wanted to sleep slash die was, <laughs> it, and i thought you know what no wonder i felt awful in the early months of having two of them oh mate it's when we were doing that every day and I, I genuinely after one day thought how did we cope
2: it's is mad, because sleep deprivation is genuinely, like, the worst. Honest. And it's like, y- you do get used to a certain level of it. Yep. Like, f- for us, it's not uncommon to go two or three weeks where we're waking up five or six times a night. <sighs> yeah. Um, but you get used to it. Mm. But then, when you have a good night's sleep, or she stays at Nanny's, <laughs> or something like that, it's it changes everything. And there's no wonder that, like... My daughter as well, she's having more tantrums when she's tired. Because yeah. we feel completely wrecked. And like, I, I just can't carry, carry as many things in my mind and like can't juggle as much stuff at work. And like, it literally affects every area. And so no wonder, like, when you're new parents, you look just completely <laughs> yeah. out of it. Oh, man. So I don't know how people do it consistently. Yeah. And stay on top of just life.
3: Yeah. I've said this before. I've got a a job where I'm sat at a laptop. I've got a friend with two kids, like kind of a year older than our kids. Mm. He's a policeman. And he'll text me like, oh, I'm at a murder scene or there's been a, you know, terrorist threat or whatever. Mm. I'm thinking, how? How are you doing that? I'm struggling to write an email. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? how how are you coping? So, yeah, it was, it was a kind of a flashback to early months. And it was also a, I don't want to do this again. because our daughter is so good yeah, and she's so cute that's the other thing it's not just the night time it's the daytime. Yeah, and I'm thinking oh, I could have another one of you that night I was thinking no
2: oh.
3: <laughs> you almost swayed <laughs> I
2: like kept you in check oh,
3: she gets me you know
2: uh, but that's the thing even with the sleep deprivation I'm like she's so cute yep. just so sweet in the day as soon as like the sun goes down it's like Jekyll and Hyde comes out <laughs>
3: Both of them, (laughs) but I thought we had one. But that was the thing; it was she was awake, but she was happy and she was talking Uh, and she was giggling. There was just no like overtiredness. It was just like, please be tired.
2: So that's one thing that I'm not very good at at the moment is that when my daughter knows that she's like being naughty and purposely coming out of bed and keeps running out, she's never doing it like maliciously. Yeah, she just wants to play. And so when she creeps out of her door, she's got the biggest grin on her face, just because she sees you. Yeah. And it's like, she looks quite serious when she's creeping out, because she's like, being careful. And as soon as she sees you, the biggest grin, it's like, no, this is not playtime, <laughs> as much as I just want to cuddle her and jump with her and play with her. But it, oh man, trying to do that like six or seven times a night. No.
3: Yeah. It's, it wasn't fun. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing, like, it could be worse.
2: Could be worse. It could always be worse. It like, could always be worse. Like even for us, like when we're up, it's you're up for thirty seconds, and then she goes straight back to sleep. Mm. But I, some people like they're up for hours constantly, yeah. and or even um, there's a couple that I know where they just don't know when their child's going to sleep, and it's, it's not even predictable. They've gone completely baby led, but it changes so much all the time. Um, I just couldn't do that. No, it send literally send me chaos, chaos, chaos. Even thinking about it is ruining me.
3: <laughs> Send you doolally. That's a funny word. A Do- <laughs> so, Jace, what else happened over over New Year? Honestly, I can't remember. It was a year ago. <laughs> Honestly, it those these last few days have
2: just like ruined all my memory. Oh,
3: I tell you what happened. Oh, the annual Spotify Wrapped. Oh, come on
2: i was really excited about this
3: so i i did it last year for the first time so i knew what to expect this year okay and it's all just kids songs or <laughs> like you see all like your mates on instagram posting the screenshots and there's like all these really cool bands like yeah. that no one has ever heard of yeah and like most oh like it's indie albums mine's like what was it um all the songs from sing the film <laughs> nice like they're okay But like when your album cover is an elephant, an animated elephant and a koala. Were you in the top 1% of listeners? I think I was top five. Really? Yeah.
2: (laughs) We were in the top like 2% or something of, I don't know how it's not more, of a calming piano music song (laughs) that we play at bedtime every day. I don't know who's listened to that more than like three times a day, but they're beating us. Oh, I don't know
3: where I would pull it up now but it would take me ages I don't know how to find it Um, the only song that wasn't a kids song was Sky Full of Stars by Coldplay which features in Sing (laughs) 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 2. and he's not quite noticed the difference between the one from the film and the real one so I play the real one because there's in the film there's this whole like dance scene with a gorilla Mm. and an angry monkey (laughs) So <laughs> Coldplay still sneak in.
2: <laughs> so that that's, again like kids just take over everything even like your music. Yep. And we've started doing this thing now in the car. Um you for a while we just let her listen to whatever she wanted. Like we were quite excited that she had choices and had favorite yeah. songs. Now we kind of take it in turns and she's learning whose turn it is that day to pick the music. Yeah. Which is quite nice. Um but then she disses my music. She disses She's like, I don't like daddy's music. Just music shames you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to listen to daddy's music. It's so, like, well, you've got no choice.
3: It's but that it's whole done. thing of like try to make them think they've had a choice. <laughs> but it's the choice that you want. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you've got three choices. It's the same choice. Yeah. Do you want one of
3: mummy's songs or daddy's songs? Yeah. It's like my songs. And they just know. They just introduce their third option. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're not dumb they're not dumb It's and that's what's so frustrating <laughs> so one of the things that I, I was thinking about not really just thinking about experience especially over Christmas lack of sleep all of that sort of stuff um, and this going to a little bit more of a deeper thing and it's I don't know how much of this is, is common or maybe it's more of a generational thing I don't know but I, I try as hard as I can never to shout at, at my daughter oh it's hard isn't it and then when I do, I feel so guilty. Like our whole kind of approach to parenting is that we don't shout. That's like one of our things. We, we don't you can raise your voice. That's fine. You can be serious. But to shout and almost like lose it is that there's a definite line. And when I say like completely lose it, I'm not like smashing things up. But it's just one shout or two things. And it's just like, for me, that's the line of when I've lost it. And I feel so bad yeah. about it. But it's just more of that thing of, and I'm not doing a terrible job, and you have to remind yourselves of that every time that happens. Mm. Or the worst, that this is where it came up in, is that my daughter had a night terror. Oh, And I, remember, I think I texted you about it. The worst thing about that is they're crying and you can't soothe them. Yeah. Um, my daughter didn't want to be touched. She was still a, like half asleep, and even when she'd come around, she was confused and still really upset. But it causes tension in between me and my wife because we both don't know what to do. Yeah. And then we start arguing and it's like that causes then tension and it's like you're arguing, for, arguing in front of your kids and it's like, uh, oh no, and you just feel awful yeah. for the next like day. Just that kind of process of going, part of that's normal, but then there's still the desire in me to go, I actually still want to do better regardless. Yeah. Like I, I want to get to the point where I'm just, I can always keep a little note, especially when my daughter's more aware of what's going on. Yeah. Is that like a common... (laughs) Mate.
3: Yeah. I think so. Before I had kids, I was always like, not judgmental, but people were like, I don't say no to my children and I don't shout at them. I'll be like, oh, whatever. (laughs) Like they've, you know, they're going to have to learn. The problem is for me, well, it's not a problem, but the, the thing for me is whatever we act around my little boy he will do to our little girl yeah so if we raise our voice and shout he will do that to her and we don't want him to to do that so it's kind of like you can't say to him look don't shout at people when we then shout at him but there are times where you need to get your point across (laughs) yeah, and you you just can't help but raise your voice yeah um and that's something I, i always go back to like you know school and 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 life there are going to be people that tell you off so therefore in my view if you're one of these that doesn't say no that sounded really patronizing and condescending if you're one of these i apologize <laughs> if you're one of those people that have chosen to not in my view i didn't want to do that because i feel like i'm setting him up for hmm. kind of um a shock when he goes to school and someone tells him no yeah or when he goes to work and someone tells him no if he goes for a job interview and someone tells him no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't want to take that approach, but as soon as I saw he would reflect that behaviour with his sister, I thought right now I need to be a little bit mindful
2: of, yeah. of what we do. And I think it's it's the the way in which you do that because I'm not I'm nowhere near against like boundaries. Like boundaries are really important um, for adults <laughs> as well as kids. Yeah. Um, but it was the my reaction to a lot of stuff was to raise my voice straight away and to shout. Obviously there's times when you need to do that. Um, literally over Christmas, wrapping presents up. no, I went to grab the scissors. That's an immediate shout moment of, <laughs> yeah. no.
0: no. And it was like, well, I
2: scared her a little bit. Yeah. Because she would not really heard me shout like that. But it was like, and I explained afterwards of like, I shouted because it, like, it was really dangerous. I needed you to react right away. And like, you can't grab people's scissors all that sort of stuff. Um, I'd probably shout probably loud, louder than was necessary, <laughs> but that I'm not, i wasn 't like beating myself up about that, um, but it was the seeing like her immediate reaction, I was like, oh wow she 's quite scared about that. Yeah, that should never be my first reaction to stuff which isn 't like immediate danger because I think uh, half the time she doesn 't understand when I explain things to her slowly and calmly, she tends to take it on board a lot more mm. but then again shout when necessary but it's that you can say no and you can discipline without having to result straight away to shouting yeah unless they're just screaming their head off but then like you think when you think about school in my experience the teachers that had the most discipline and that could control the class the most were the ones that never shouted Mm. they were like really calm there was that air of like authority where they just they didn't have to raise their voice I don't know how they do it Maybe I should consider like training to be a teacher just to learn. <laughs> it, for me, it was the it was the one or the other. It was the like I'm I'm like
3: we we like that teacher, and therefore what they say we'll do. Yeah, but then there's also the authoritarian that has no messing, yeah. and you know, you know, one foot wrong that you're done. So it's kind of extremes. Yeah, for me, the ones were the <laughs> the ones that like didn't quite either way. They weren't cool. They weren't authoritarian. They didn't control the class. And then when they tried to shout, people just kind of laughed at them. Yeah. And I apologize if you're listening to this and you're one of my teachers. The, I was terrible at school. Oh my I was goodness. terrible. I've yeah. I, actually, I actually couldn't be a teacher. No. Nor for me. Play. Nor me. At all. No, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be a teacher at all. But no, it is. It's um. It's one of those ones that, like you say, circumstantial. And kids that are, you know, preschool age certainly don't understand Mm. that, like, oh, daddy's shouting because I'm in danger or daddy's shouting because I'm in trouble. They don't understand the context of it. It's just shouting. Mm. Um, You've just got to roll with it, haven't you? Yeah. You've got to
2: roll with it. It's it's a tricky one, though. (laughs) And we've got plenty of time to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And I think for me, it's the, even what you said, like, what you do, your kids copy you. Mm. And like my my daughter says phrases all the time and I don't realise what I say until I hear her saying it so one of her favourite things her go to is right okay but literally just, right okay yeah. and I say it all the time and I've only realised I say it all the time when she started repeating it and so it's the I don't want her to be just shouting at everyone when she wants something now she does that anyway because she's going through that phase but I can at least say she's not learnt that from us it's just yeah just learning how to express yourself and push boundaries. We have that a lot where we just look at each other and go, is that, is that me or you mm. that he's
3: got that from? Uh, example, <laughs> the other day, <laughs> he was lying on the floor. and I was like, Luca, jump up. And he just looked up at me and he went, give me strength. <laughs> I thought, where has he got that from? Because I don't say that. My wife was like, I think that's me. I think I say that. <laughs> give, me give me strength. Some like three-year-old just like on the floor, hand on his forehead, give me strength.
2: Um, my daughter's favorite new one at the minute is when she's uh, going to the toilet. Whatever it is, going disgusting. Like the Scottish In that accent. Yeah. Oh,
3: I like that video. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, disgusting.
2: She's heard us go disgusted It
3: is. It is striking that balance of like respect and fear. Yeah, totally. I I don't want my children to ever fear Mm. or be afraid of me. But I do want them to respect what I'm saying and what I'm telling them.
2: Yeah, and I think there's definitely an element. So, like, again, my daughter started, like, hitting us recently. because She doesn't know how to express herself. And that's one of the things that we're trying to, like, discipline our way through. And it's the... I don't want her to fear me, but having... And it's really impossible to ask a, a two-year-old to assume like the awareness of how powerful someone else is because yeah. you don't learn that even when you're at school do you know <laughs> if i hit you back so I, I used to play fight all the time at school and like, i remember in primary school one of the teachers saying to me because i used to play fight with my friends who were much bigger than me they were like you, you don't realize that they could really hurt you yeah and i'm like we're only playing um but only now as like older going oh i i understand what they were trying to say i had no concept as, yeah like bigger more powerful or anything like that so fear at this stage i don't think is. i definitely don't want that but also demanding respect from my two-year-old as well seems <laughs> respect my authority <laughs> but it's definitely like light laying down the framework isn't it like yeah how so hard so difficult
3: tricky one my approach is just roll with it just roll with that it. is it at the minute i just think roll with it um i've been listening to a podcast recently called My First Five Years. My wife introduced me to it. Oh, okay. And I would love to have them on as guests because they're Amazing. so good and so easy to listen to. And they're just kind of saying, look, at this age, your kids are too young to understand. Mm. So as a parent, don't worry about it. They call it realistic parenting. It's like like New Year's Eve, for example. Mm. You know, if you're going out and you're doing something completely different for an evening, you've got to imagine or have as an option that it could go not to plan yeah just be real about it you know don't be upset when it doesn't happen the way you've planned it don't be annoyed with them it's gonna happen it might happen mm. um and that's something that they talk about a lot is this realistic parenting of your kids having a tantrum in tesco or wherever other supermarkets are available it's gonna happen it could happen It could happen. you've you've just got to recognize that they're too young at the minute to understand that that isn't socially okay yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just deal with it as calmly as, as you can
2: do you hear that tiktok commenters yeah <laughs> the amount of time just terrible parenting yeah terrible <laughs> terrible, terrible parenting I like that though just, just realistic realistic expectations yeah I hey that was a deep one to start off with oh mate new year new <laughs> me new season
3: <laughs> new year same old same old me <laughs> No, that's that a good one. Yeah, that's, it's a tricky balance, especially like we say, it changes so often. Like, do you know, a few months ago I said, um, I just said to my little boy, should we go be happy? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, right, then yeah. Yeah, like everything stopped. I don't think that would work now. <laughs> like, once it works, a couple of days, a couple of weeks, it would change. And it's like figuring out something so else. So
2: much is going on in their brains and like they're developing so quickly that it, it is, honestly, it's madness. But I, I would love here kind of people's experiences because i always reflect on my parenting off the back of being with other parents mm. like seeing how they discipline, disciplined like around the playground or anything like that or like taking mental notes of like, get down to eye level oh that worked really well don't do that. All, that all that sort of stuff
3: i wouldn't get down to eye level at the minute if she's hitting <laughs> <laughs> you within striking distance <laughs> stand on a chair that's what i do it's just
2: got bruised over <laughs> my face
3: oh amazing so thank you for for listening to us once again if you are um, if you are new around these parts <laughs> and you where right I don't know what I was either <laughs> that? I was trying to look a western accent <laughs> if you're new and uh, new listening to the podcast and you've not written in before please do you can email us at parentingtoolspod at gmail.com
2: or you can find us on tiktok and instagram at parentingtoolspod good to be back it's good to be back <laughs>